0: Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Wings of Steel. Wings of Steel have released their highly anticipated full-length called Gates of Twilight. This one will blow your speakers clean out. I catch up with a band and discuss this amazing album. This one is in my top of the year list, and here is my interview with Wings of Steel. Hello, my friends. How you guys doing? Hey, man, doing good. How about yourself? Doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Our pleasure, man. I wanted to ask: Was there any pressure in going into making of the full album after the
1: Well, it was. Um, yeah, there was a there was a high high demand and high anticipation from our fans, um, but. Uh on, on our end of things it was just the, the natural next thing to do. So uh not really.
0: And I also have to ask you, um, did you put a disclaimer on this album? Because uh you're gonna blow out a lot of fucking speakers with this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no no disclaimer. I think some people would just have to find that out for themselves. <laughs>
0: I wanted to ask um also uh can you talk to me about the making of the video for leather and lace how did it go
2: Yeah it was cool we had this um the space that we rented out in uh, downtown LA um so we brought the guys there brought our uh, videographer out there Mr uh, Patrick uh, Fogarty Fogarty <laughs> and um and yeah we we set up we recorded the entire thing how long were we there for like
1: Well we were there actually probably about seven seven or eight hours yeah so we actually um we thought it
2: would take longer than that initially yeah
1: but so we uh we actually recorded in that session uh we actually recorded two music videos so leather and lace was one of them and that's the one that's that's out right now but we have another one uh, coming out uh later this month maybe early next month from that same uh recording session uh so
2: stay tuned for that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, the leather and lace video one. Um, you know, the, the concept of that one was pretty straightforward, and we just mm. wanted something that would uh, um, go really well with that song in particular. So, with all the you know the the lights that you got in there and the the performance video, we just felt like it made a made a lot of sense. You know.
0: Yeah, that and uh, liar and love have got to be my two favorite tracks on the album.
2: Oh, that's cool! Man. Awesome, oh, yeah. awesome. <clears throat>
0: I wanted to ask, uh, out of the tracks, what was the hardest for you to lay down?
1: Hmm.
0: It's a good question.
2: Um,
1: You know, every every song has its own um, is is its own journey, and writing it, and um, you know, some some sections just are they flow out and they're immediately there. Sometimes you sit down with it one day and you get to a certain part and you're like, you know, what do we do? And then. You know, two days later, you go. Ah, oh, that's it. Um, I think. Uh, um, just thinking back, uh, like leather and lace was actually uh, out of all the the songs that we wrote on the album, that one was probably written uh, written and recorded the fastest. I mean, we did that whole thing in like two days. Um, whereas uh, I think um, I think a song like uh, like Lady of the Lost, that one took uh, took a little longer, but. I mean, it's all, um, it all really just, it's not even necessarily like down to the complexity of the song. They all, the, each song just takes however long it's going to take to write.
2: Yeah. Uh, we've said in previous uh, interviews too that we wrote, the, we wrote and recorded the entire thing in uh, 10 weeks. Um, so that would be like one week a song if you look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the most challenging thing would probably be that when, when you go at it like that, you have 10 weeks to record a full album and you want 10 songs then um it does take a toll on you after a while because it is kind of um you know writing music like that and recording it's a lot of stuff to do um so by the time we got to like recording song number seven uh, or something like we were starting to feel it a little bit for sure Mm -hmm. but then the immediate reward of listening to the finished product has
0: kept us pushing forward and i remember when we interviewed the first time um you said your pockets were full of material. I wanted to know, was any uh, material written especially for this album?
1: Uh, it was the, the album was basically, a, um, it's a combination. I mean, this is any time we sit down to write music. I mean, just being musicians, we're always throughout the year, constantly writing stuff whenever we pick up an instrument, like, you know, just doing little uh, little voice recordings on our phone. Um, So the album was basically it's a combination of that. And then, you know, when we sit down together to write the song itself. um, All these things just kind of organically happen. Uh, So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of ideas that we had back then when we last spoke uh, did indeed uh, materialize on the album. But um, they they grew they grew much beyond what those initial ideas were.
0: And I also wanted to ask you, it's probably a trivial question, but I have to ask, is there a reason why the horses switched?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, not so much, you know, not,
1: not particularly,
2: but, uh, but it, uh, it, uh, how would you say that? I don't know. I, I never really gave it a lot of thought. You know, just kind of it's just kind of a cool little detail that's cool that you picked up on it yeah, nobody's
1: brought this up to us yeah. I, don't <laughs> think, I don't
2: even think we made a you know a point out of that when it came to uh laying down the idea for uh mm-hmm. for spencer or you know the guy who does the artwork um uh-huh. i think he uh he did it because you know he's the artist behind it so mm-hmm. obviously he will um he, he will mm-hmm. do with it as he please yeah
1: that's a cool cool detail
2: i'm glad you picked up on it <laughs>
0: I also wanted to ask, we had spoken before about the possibility of Wings of Steel becoming a full band. Is this a full band at this time? You
2: know, it's, it's still pretty much what it was back then. Uh, Whereas, like, uh, you know, me and Parker, we, we, we ride and everything and we, we run the ship. And then um, we, have, uh, we have the guys come on and, uh, you know, they help us out with the live shows and, uh, and music videos um so you know that that's kind of where where things are at
0: okay and uh as far as that goes uh you said there's a a video in the pocket uh, what else can fans look for next
1: um so right right now we basically we have that video coming out um anybody here in the LA area we are playing a headline show at the Whiskey Gogo on uh July 5th and then um uh, beyond that, we're hoping to get a, a vinyl available later this year, early next year. And then um, next year, for our fans in Germany, we're, uh, we're going to play the uh, Keep It True Festival in April. And then oh, wow. hopefully beyond that, we're, we're looking to, to book a tour so we can get around, uh, you know, get to some more places in Europe. But uh, none of that is, is set in stone yet. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be sure to keep everybody updated.
0: And as far as touring, if you could pick your perfect partner to go on the road with, who would it be? Hmm. Like a band? From like a yeah.
2: standpoint or like an artist we would like to go on the bill with?
0: An artist you'd like to be on the bill with. Oh, hmm. man.
2: Well, any any of the, the classic
1: titans of heavy metal, man. Maiden, Priest, any of those guys. that would be That would be a pretty big dream come true for us. But I mean, for us, what it comes down to, man, is, you know, whether it's 100 people or 100,000 people, if we can get out there in front of an audience and, and people are stoked and we get to share our music and deliver it live, like that's the most important
2: thing. I'd like to go, I'd like to go on the same bill as like Y&T. They're, they're not like the biggest bands, uh, biggest band, but uh, it's a band that I always wanted to see and somehow they've eluded me all this time. Uh, so it'd be cool to play with. <laughs> yeah, yeah lo- long list of bands we'd love to play with.
0: Sure, and Dave's a kick-ass guitarist. Hell
2: yeah.
0: I also wanted to ask, uh, as far as uh, the band's progression, do you see, uh, where do you envision the band five years? If I talk to you in 2028, 20, where do you envision the band?
1: Mm, well, uh we it's it's hard to get specific on stuff like this because you know the you know stuff always has its own way of playing out but uh to give kind of like a bird's-eyed view i mean what we'd like to be doing is we'd love to be uh basically continuing to do what we're doing but be able to uh deliver more for the fans in the way of being able to go out there and, and tour for a large portion of the year and, and get out there at all corners of the world and and have more uh, merchandising and, and um stuff available and, and more more music videos and more content to to bring to our
2: uh, our fans. Yeah, I want to put out more music, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think uh I think uh, one of the reasons I do what I do is someone needs to take over. And uh you know, when I interview you and other bands i see in my vision a band is yours taking over that you know from the gatekeepers the gatekeepers are getting old
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and there needs to be someone to take take it over you know
2: yeah i mean we we do what we can we put out the music we do and uh Hopefully, you know, our fan base will continue to grow. And uh, ultimately, it's it's all the people listening and uh, showing up for the shows and buying the merch and the, the music that will uh, ultimately get us there. Yeah, absolutely. Together. Yeah.
0: And I wanted to ask, too, um, on the album, there's a track called She Cries. I wanted to know, lyrically, what was the inspiration for it?
2: Uh, yeah, so that, that's a little uh, like kind of a dark one. Um, so it's no stranger to society today and throughout you know, human history that um, people end up in, um, in relationships uh, where there's uh, domestic violence involved and uh, the fact that it can be very, very hard to, to get out of that. And uh, sometimes you feel like you're, you're so caught in it and your heart says one thing and your brain tells you another thing. And um, that's pretty much what it's about. And um, you know, this person eventually takes the step of getting out and in um, <laughs> you know, a somewhat kind of, of a, a dark path out. So, yeah, but. <laughs> right. but but manages to get free of that whole thing. Um, but that's pretty much what it stemmed from.
0: And as far as uh, both of you are concerned, I want to ask: uh, At what age did you begin your musical journey? And how did it progress through the years?
2: Um, so I, I guess you could say, you know, looking at it from one way, you could say that it began pretty much uh, when I was like three years old because I remember listening to or hearing all this music uh, that my parents would play from uh, from the living room uh, speakers. But uh, if uh, if I look at it in terms of when I started like singing and stuff, then I would say that around my teen years is when I really started like um, getting into uh, singing and uh, playing shows and stuff like that that's pretty much where it began and um, then I guess the next big thing would be when I moved out to la back at the end of uh, 2018 um, to uh, to study and to uh, try and find the band I was uh, was looking to form um, and yeah that's pretty much it yeah I mean for me you know I I, I will
1: say too like I think you know, not just mine, but I think everybody's musical journey is, is, um, is greater than than just the music. And somebody's music is reflective of their entire energy throughout their life as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, uh, you know, on the the more down to earth way to look at it, um, you know, I started when I was like, eight years old, I discovered the band Journey, and it blew my mind. And then, you know, by the time I was 10 years old, I had, uh, I started uh, picking up the guitar and uh, taking some lessons. And, you know, then I just discovered Metallica and, and the Scorpions and Judas priests. And it just kind of took off and, um, and blossomed into what it is today,
0: you know? And one of the great things about your guitar playing is you have a very unique style, a style that's true to your own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, um, I don't. I don't necessarily try to just emulate, you know, one person. It's. Uh, and I mean, this is kind of this whole. This whole band too is we just. We just write the music that we want to write. We're not necessarily trying to sound to fit into a particular style or sound like a certain band or whatever. Like we just all the. It's a product of all of our influence and inspiration. But um. But yeah, I mean, as a guitar player, it's uh, you know, all these. I think a lot of that comes down to too. I have a lot of different guys that have influenced and inspired me, and it
2: all—I think it all—the little pieces of it all kind of comes out in the playing, but it creates something unique. I, I think we we inspire and influence each other too, which is a great thing to have in a band.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about chemistry. If there's no chemistry, it shows.
2: Right. No yeah, chemistry, totally. no no goosebumps, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You know, I remember. uh, an interview with Robert playing him, saying that the first time them them four got together, they just instantly knew what the other one was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that this definitely shows, especially this album as a whole, um, it shows not only your uniqueness as a band, but shows there are no boundaries to this band as well. Mm-hmm.
1: oh absolutely you know we just we just
2: do what we do i think that's it's you know simple as that you know yeah uh, i think that the joy we have in the songwriting process uh, it really goes to show on this
0: uh, on this album and who did the mixing and mastering of this
1: uh so we have a guy by the name of damien uh, renaud um and uh he actually does like dragon force and fear factory and agra um uh but yeah so we basically uh we recorded everything ourselves and then we sent them over and you know he give us give us a mix and then we tell him okay you know turn this up turn this down tweak this mm-hmm. and you know after a while we had the uh we had the final thing and that was that you know
0: yeah great
1: great, great uh great mixing engineer yeah he's, he's, he's really awesome.
2: good guy to work with i feel like mm-hmm. we really understand each other yeah. and we're able to get to that kind of sound that we're going for um mm-hmm. that we're looking to get yeah
0: yeah, I think this album has more richness even than the EP, and I thought that was very strong. Mm-hmm.
2: And it's good. You want that cohesive thing between the songs. You want that kind of warm feeling that it gives, and that pull mm-hmm. that you can't really put um, put a finger on what it is. You know. Yeah,
0: mm.
2: I think too. On another, you know, cool little side note on that is, you know,
1: from, from the EP to this album, uh, you know, we learned a lot of things doing the EP. And even though it's um it's nothing like really drastic, it's all really small tweaks and like the way things are performed and recorded and everything, but um but all those little things they you know they kind of add up and they, they help to create the sound that we got on this uh this record. Sure. So that's a cool it, part of the, the journey. Absolutely,
2: you know? yeah.
0: And I think it also has in all of it this great live feel to it as well. The way the uh the mix is that the drums kick hard and everything just has that great live feel yeah you don't get when you see that band live you know usually
1: yeah yeah i mean that's um that's uh, I mean every you know if even even back in the day like having the you know a band sound on the record versus their sound live are always going to be uh, two different things no matter how like close you can you can get to it, but, I mean, that's a, that's an important part of, of capturing the energy and the music and the musicianship is to is to keep everything as, as natural and keep it as,
2: um, uh, you know, give it as much life so you have all that depth yeah. and you have all that feeling. But I, I totally get what you're saying, though. You want that kind of live feeling to, um, to the album you're listening to because it gives you that kind of
0: ah feeling, yeah. you know?
2: And like I, I had that first time I had heard like uh, Boston's first album, for example, I'm like, oh, man. It, and that could be like the, the guitar harmonies and shit like that. But it gives you that live, uh, you know, out of this world kind of feeling. And, um, and it's
0: great to hear that, that you, you hear that in our, uh, in our album. Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to ask you, um, what's the best way to get a physical copy and the best way to get merchandising from the band, if you can't get to them, get to you live.
1: So we have our um, uh, right now. We have our CDs for both the new album, Gates of Twilight, and the uh, the EP. They're available on our Bandcamp. So that's uh, Bandcamp.com/dash Wings of Steel. And then, um, as for merchandising, we also have um, we have a T-shirt available for each um, both the EP and the album on the Bandcamp as well. Although, uh, additionally, we have a Redbubble page, uh, redbubblecom wingsofsteel of steel where you can order through a, a wide variety of different uh, t-shirts and hoodies and hats.
2: and More sizes available as yeah, so. well. Yeah. Uh, we'll say, too, for our band camp, where we have um, the, the, the album t-shirts and the CDs, we have a package deal uh, for the, um, the EP Wings of Steel, together with the Gates of Twilight full album. Uh, as CDs. well... Yep, as well as uh, the new Gates of Twilight shirt together with the album.
0: Excellent. And uh, lastly, I wanted to ask you to give you the floor and let you give any message you have for your fans. Yeah. Um,
2: it's it's always, it always feels very hard to, to thank everyone enough. And it never feels like it is enough because it is, it is, because of each and every one of you that we're able to even sit here and have this conversation with you and that we're able to plan for the future. And every time we sell a copy and we're shipping it to these far out countries in the world, and it's all such a humbling feeling. And the amount of gratitude we have towards you guys is um, is overwhelming. And we just hope that we'll be able to thank you all in person at a venue near you as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know what... To, to be able to do what we do to to create something and, and share it and see how that uh, see how all you guys out there are connecting with it it's uh mm-hmm. it's the most incredible thing in the world. It's just uh you know word, words cannot do it justice. Um but yeah I mean we look we look forward to to getting out there and you know doing some live shows for all you guys and just to continue the journey of,
2: of Wings of Steel. You know,
1: keep bringing you more music and and more
2: stuff. And it's just, yeah, you know, we're just getting started. Yeah. I mean, we we, we are the music right here, but you guys are the Wings of Steel. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I wanted to thank you for your time and also as a fan, because I've long anticipated this album because I knew from listening to EP that great things are going to lie ahead for this band. And you delivered on all my expectations on this album.
2: Yeah, man. You, you've been with us for a long time now, man. It's, it's good to talk to you again, and we're very happy that you that you enjoy the album, and it's good being on being on your show here. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, thank you again for your time, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. It's actually uh, 80 and sunny in Ohio, something that is a rarity. I think it's warmer man. out there than it's <laughs> here. Yeah, it's only
1: like 70 here in California yeah. right now.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I feel lucky then.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys have a great rest of your evening, my friends. And I hope we can talk again real soon and hopefully talk about some of my tour plans down the road. It sounds good. We thank you, man. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Take care. Cheers. All right.
1: Peace, love, and heavy metal, man.
0: I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.